Hello and welcome to Life as a Vampire, a Vampire the Masquerade V5 campaign. So, where we left off before, you were standing outside. Mm-hmm. You were standing in this yard of this place. It was looked like a rundown house with boards all over the house, all over the windows. Graffiti and things written on the side of the walls. The grass in the front yard is all dead. And honestly, the, it just feels a little bit scary to you. And I, actually, you're standing in this front yard with Shion, who ever since a little while ago seems a little bit not like himself. And he stands a few steps in front of you looking at the house yelling for... Yelling their name, Yuki. Yuki! And it's late, and it's kind of quiet in the neighborhood. But and then you you heard someone else shout out, Shut the fuck up! And then he went. He had gone inside, and you had followed him inside. And I think that's where we stopped. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. But I guess I saw her. Ah, uh, that's right. You described you her. Went in, you went inside the house, mm-hmm. and you had noticed that there were people sleeping all on the floor, mm-hmm. on dirty mattresses, or in piles of blankets, and even in one case in a pile of garbage. And you followed Xion, who was rushing up the stairs without a word. And you arrived on the second floor of this building, which is kind of amazing it's even standing, because it is, it's old and creaky, and not no maintenance, and obviously nobody has paid attention to taking care of this place at all. Right. And upstairs, you find Xion. Mm-hmm. And he's facing this younger woman with dark hair and a red top and a jean jacket. And that's where we started, I believe. Does that sound right? Right. Okay. So, Xion's standing... You're kind of standing... Let's say this is the room... You're standing where I am. Xion's in front of you, in front of you, with his back to you, mm-hmm. and Yuki is in front of him, facing you, but looking at Xion. Okay. Okay. And the stairs are behind you. You're still close to where you can go down, back downstairs if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Now there's maybe two or three other people in this room, as far as you can see, mm-hmm. just laying on the floor here, laying on the floor over there. And they don't, they seem, their eyes are on Yuki and Xion. But they don't look, oh, oh, they're not, you know, hysterical. They seem oddly calm, but interested. So Xion says to Yuki, Yuki. She looks at him, and she kind of shouts at him. And they're both speaking in English. But she says, what the fuck are you doing here? He looks kind of wounded by that and like I came to get you let's go let's leave this place I brought a friend she'll help we can go Yuki shakes her head and kind of and then laughs she laughs at him and it's kind of high-pitched and kind of cold sounding I'm not going anywhere with you I don't know who the fuck this is and she kind of gestures at you standing in the back by the stairs but if she knows what's good for her she should stay the fuck away from me and she goes, no, it's not, it's not like that. It's just, look at this, Yuki. She says, you know, 
Yuki just kind of sighs. Every time it's the same story. Every time you come here and you say the same things. I'm not going anywhere with you. I don't have any feelings for you, Shion. And then she says, and she switches to Japanese, which you understand. She says, you should just leave. I did take care. And he says, I'm not leaving without you. Is there anything you'd like to do at this point? They're kind of having a heated exchange back and forth. Basically, Shion is trying to get her to leave. She doesn't seem interested. In fact, she seems kind of hostile towards Shion. Wow. And you maybe just sort of not sure what your place in this is or what you're even doing here. I try to close to Yuki. Okay. So you take a few steps forward. Mm-hmm. To her. And... I... I look at her and... I'm trying to figure it out she's a vampire or not vampire. Okay. So you kind of look her over and you're trying to understand, is she a vampire or is she a human? Human. All right. Because I can't tell right now. I'm well, not good at it. Can you think of what, you, what kind of clues you might look for? What do vampires do and what do humans do? Like, what would the difference between a vampire and a human do, uh, based on what you've learned so far? Um, look at her skin color and okay. her teeth and that kind of stuff. Okay. All I got right now. That sounds good. So, in that case, why don't you give me... Intellect and awareness or wits and awareness? Pick whichever one is higher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, awareness is three. Wits and two. And uh, uh, the other one? What's, what's that? So how, how, many dots, how many dots do you have in wits? Uh, wits and awareness is a total of five. Okay. Is that what you want to roll? So the other options? The other option is, uh, I was going to give you intelligence and awareness. Intelligence. Okay, they're both same, so... Okay, so just roll out. Make sure two of them are hunger dice. Okay, two hunger dice. Mm -hmm. And... So total of five. Total five, but two of the five are hunger dice. Two Mm -hmm. hunger dice. And three black dice. Okay. Total five. Total five, two hunger. Okay. Ew. Two successes. Two successes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you got two successes. So as you're watching her and her animated discussion with Xion, Mm -hmm. you can kind of tell, like, she's, she's getting flushed, her face kind of turning a little bit, just the slightest bit pink as she's yelling, and she, you can hear, like, she sighs, things that a vampire don't need to do. Oh. So you get the impression that she is human, alive at least. Okay. So in the middle of this wow. conversation, you hear her. She says, "He's coming home tonight. Tonight, he promised me." She answers, closes his eyes, and just looks discouraged. He, you always say that, Yuki. 
And then he says to her in Japanese, he's not coming. And she says, he's coming. He promised. And this is kind of going on and on back and forth. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I tried to figure out what you guys are talking about. I'm new, so I, I, I don't know what are you guys talking about. But... And she interrupts you. Well, what we're talking about is he is a stalker and he needs to leave and you need to go with him. Stalker? It's a stalker, stalker, stalking, stalker, like, uh, like a harassment stalker? Xian goes, Yuki, he won't, he can't take a hint. He can't leave when he's told to leave. He doesn't understand that I'm not in love with him. What? Xian looks at you, she says, it's not a, it's not like that. And she says, what the fuck do you mean it's not like that? Of course it's like that. That's exactly what it is. He's trying to get me to go against my will, she tells you. So, Xion, what are you doing? What what are we doing right now? Because we are here to help her. Help Look around. Her? Does this seem like a nice place to you? Yeah, but, you know, ugly is she alive? She's not on fire, right? He, he looks at you and uh, kind of makes a, a motion to, like, oh. don't, don't use that word. I whisper to him, you, you didn't tell her you were a vampire? He says, he says to you in Japanese, it's not something we should talk about in front of strangers. And Yuki suddenly speaks to you in Japanese. Are you Japanese? Yeah. Do you answer her in English or Japanese? Japanese. She, and then she starts laughing. Um, You've got to be kidding me. Can you please just get the fuck out of here? And Shion says, we're going. And he grabs her by the arm and she breaks away. Get the fuck off me. And then like it, it kind of it kind of gets loud and they're kind of stumbling around and... You're just kind of witnessing all of this. Um, she, Xion, just, just hold on. Xion's so not really paying attention. He's kind of engaged with her, trying to kind of pull her, and she pulls away. What, what are you doing right now? And what, what you, what you want to gr- grab her to bring her to somewhere? So just as you ask this question, you hear a door slam, like a door slam downstairs. And you hear like some yelling, maybe a man's voice. You feel like you hear, daddy's home. And you're like, what the? And then all of a sudden, like there's the people who were kind of sitting there just watching you get up and rush downstairs. Daddy's home? And Yuki goes, Lewis! And she pushes past Shion, pushes past you, bumps shoulders with you, and runs down the stairs. Do me a favor, roll wits and awareness for me, please. I'm too hungry, right? Five total. Mm-hmm. Oh, three successes. Three successes. And one skull. 
Three successes and one skull. One skull by itself shouldn't mean anything. Let me see. Oh, okay. Doesn't mean anything? I'm sorry. Not if it's by itself. Oh, well, okay. you have one... Four successes? One critical, one failure, and... You have two successes. Oh, no, I'm two sorry. successes? I'm sorry. One success, two success, three success. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Then what? You ignore the rest. Okay. So, it occurs to you, all the people, as they're running by you, and they're running down the stairs, you realize they're all female. And then, then when you think about it, when you're walking through, the ones you saw downstairs were also, they're all female. What the? And you hear, like, a commotion going on downstairs. Shion immediately runs downstairs. What? So, uh, I, I tried to follow them. Okay. Sorry. So, you also run down the stairs, and they're kind of, with every step, like, dust coming off of them and creaking. Wood is kind of rotten. You come down the stairs, and you see a man who's kind of just arms out. Almost like he's some sort of, trying to be some sort of prophet. And all these people who are in this house are hanging on him and, like, hu like hugging at him. It's almost like you would see, like, an idol uh, at a concert. And uh, the man, he's, he's, uh, he's got a, the first thing you notice about him, he's probably in his late 40s. He's wearing, like, a leather jacket that's a little bit too small. And he's a little bit... Not fat, not overweight or obese, but he's not in the best shape. He's got a mohawk, mm -hmm. a straight up mohawk. So the sides of his heads are shaved and he's got, this is, and it's dyed green. And everybody seems to be waiting in line to see him. Everybody's, oh, we're so happy to see, oh, he's home. Fine, we missed you. And he's, he's kind of obviously he's enjoying it and he's and i brought presents and you notice he has like a distinctly british accent and he pulls out this paper bag out of his jacket and he opens it and he reaches in and pulls out a little ziploc bag full of white powder and he says who wants it first and the, they start kind of pushing each other out of the way and he's just kind of he's playing with them enjoying watching them compete and he throws one in the air and watches them run after toward it and that this goes on for a few minutes. Shion. Shion just stands there and you can he's just Shion really angry I, watching the whole scene unfold. I think this is this this is that kind of thing I watched TV before. Oh they're drag addicted? He just looks at you. He he. That white powder is that thing. It's almost like Xian doesn't hear you. He's just, he's so angry. You can just feel he's so angry, and this person doesn't even realize that Xian's even there. He doesn't pay attention. Xian's kind of standing in shadow in the back, and this person is just playing games and making the the girls fight over the the baggies and throwing them, and. After this goes on for a few more minutes, he's all, he, he heads upstairs. Doesn't even notice Shion. Heads up the stairs with uh, all of them following him. And he says, nope. You, you, you. He points at Yuki. And the other one's all, oh, please, daddy, please. They start, like, begging him. And it's kind of really uncomfortable to watch. 
But he says, don't be greedy. I gave you presents. Play with your presents. I'll be back later. And he starts heading up the stairs and the three follow him. Xion follows right behind. Xion! I tried to grab, grab Xion's arm. Xion, what, what's happening in here? And who is she? Is, is she your girlfriend or something? He, like, what, what, why you try to protect her or help her? And this, this kind of situation is, it's very weird and dangerous. It's there definitely addicted powder and uh, um that guy they call daddy or something that's definitely drug dealer Sean looks at you he stops and he looks at you right in your face and he says wait just please wait I can understand I'm not so stupid I can understand what's going on in here we have to get out of here he says, then he yells, if you understand what's going on here, then help me get her out of here. And he so you whips wanna... his arm off your hand and, and starts to walk back up the hey, stairs. Hey, you, you want to help her? Just only her? What, what, what happened between you guys? He's marching up the stairs. Shion, come on. I don't want to spend time in here because I just, I don't know. I also trying to deal with my thing. I just started, like, new life over here, like yesterday. You know what I mean? Come on, I, I don't want to deal with this situation. He continues up the stairs and out of your sight. Oh my gosh, I tried to follow him. Okay, so you head back up the stairs again, mm -hmm. and you see the three girls are standing in a kind of a circle around uh, around this person and he says you know I save the best for my favorites and he pulls out another thing out of his jacket but this time it's a little glass container with some kind of dark red liquid and all of the the girls are kind of rubbing their hands together and he says one for you and he gives he gives it to the girl and she takes it immediately pulls the top off of it and drinks it doesn't hesitate and one for you. And he repeats this with the next girl who does the same thing. And he pulls one out, looking at Yuki, holds it toward her, and she reaches for it, and he pulls it away. And then she looks sad and gets kind of docile, and then he, goes, he gives it to her, and she she's, drinks it immediately. And Xion just, at that point, Xion's head sinks. And at that point, this, this person kind of notices Xion and you, and says, what the, who the fuck are you? Oh. Looks at both, and says, oh, I know you. He gets up, shoves one of the girls aside, she kind of falls down, loses her balance, and he walks to, he walks right up to Xion, and Yuki says, don't worry about him, leave him, just ignore him, he's nobody. You know him. And he looks at her and says, shut the fuck up, and looks back at Xion, what the fuck are you doing in my house? And Xion is a lot smaller than this person. The guy probably stands above, a good foot above Xion. But Xion doesn't appear scared. Xion is rock solid in his resolve. He looks right up at him, right in his face. The guy gets in Xion's face. Xion doesn't flinch. And they have a back and forth. He's like, you need to let, you need to stop this, Xion tells him. 
it's disgusting. They're pe they're people, and the the other person, the bigger person, is a people. What the fuck is he talking? What are you on about? And he looks at Yuki and says, "You know what? Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't be one of my favorites. You let this this idiot into my house, wasting my time." And Yuki immediately runs, no, no, I'm sorry, and apologetic, and you're kind of just watching this whole weird thing just play out. Is there anything you'd like to do at this point? Um, well, I just, just watching this time. Okay, so you keep watching this whole thing play out, and Yuki says, Yuki yells at Shion in Japanese, just, just leave, please, just leave. And Shion says, of course I'm not going to leave, in Japanese, he responds. And then this person goes, what the fuck are you speaking Chinese for? And Shion gets right in his face and says, it's Japanese. And they, it's really tense for a moment. They're kind of looking at each other, nobody moves. Then everything suddenly feels silent. And that's the first time you realize it's... You kind of hear, like, maybe it's raining outside, which is weird in this part of San Diego. But it started raining outside, and all you can hear is the sound of the rain. And these two look at each other. And then suddenly, the person goes, get the fuck out of here, and turns around and starts to walk away from Xion. And Xion goes, no! And, and, like, with a speed that you've never seen, shoves the guy from behind. The guy... Like, stumbles forward, takes a few steps, turns around, immediately looks at Shion and fangs sharp out. Now it's noticeable. Now it's clear. Shion! I called him and tried to stop him. What does that mean, specifically? Um, tried to grab him and they, uh, she, uh, he tried to fight with that guy who called daddy. So I tried to pull him out, the Xion out. Xion doesn't really want to be grabbed. Yeah, because I thought he will, he will bite him. Okay, so you're going to try to grab Xion, and he's going to try to get out of the way. So I'm going to roll, and you're going to roll. Give me strength and athletics, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do... Dexterity and athletics. Sorry. I'm sorry, no. You're going to give me strength and brawl. Strength and brawl. Strength and brawl, and I'm going to use dex and athletics. So I'm going to roll seven dice. One, two. Do you have it? Three. Yeah, four, five. So I always throw the two hunger dice, right? Yeah, your two are always a part of you, everything you do now. Okay, so if I string three, I will put two hunger dice and one black dice, and the total three. Uh, Strength plus athletics. I'm sorry, strength plus brawl. Brawl, I'm sorry. Then string is three, and brawl is zero. So, so three is your three, total, two is your hunger two dice. Two hunger dice. Yeah. And the total three, right? Yep. Okay. That's right. So roll roll it. Um two successes. You had two successes? Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you grab him by the shoulder. He pulls, but you're just too strong for him. 
he's he's not paying attention to you. You were able to grab him. You were watching him specifically, so you got a good hold on him, and you have him. Mm-hmm. His arm. You have mm-hmm. your a hold on his mm-hmm. arm. He goes, "Let go! I brought you here to help me, not to fight me." So I'm trying to help you. <laughs> help me with this, with this, and he gestures to but, um, uh, the man and to Yuki. Objectively, you you shouldn't fight in here. It's unfair. As you're saying that, the man walks up to walks up to you specifically, to until he's about two inches from your face, and he looks. He's, he's kind of smiles, and you can see his fangs and his teeth are sort of yellowed, and he says. I haven't seen you around here before. Obviously, um, he's looking at you in a very intense way from your feet to your head and back down again. Smile, half smile. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry I interrupted your night. Uh, so we, we will leave soon. No interruption. So You're welcome here. Um, but I have him too right now, so... I I just I'm terribly sorry ruin your night tonight so we we will leave soon. It's, don't worry, don't worry. What's ruined? He throws his hand in there. I'm having a great time. Shion brushes up again, super fast speed pushes shoves it. Shion don't. Hold on a second. Uh, now I have to do a roll. Xion shoves the guy again, but this time the guy saw it coming and just smiling, teeth showing, doesn't move. It's almost weird. It seems unnatural. Xion put all of this effort into pushing him and the guy didn't move. He was a wall, as if Xion had pushed a brick wall. So I've had just about enough of you. Reaches out, grabs Xion by the neck. Oh my gosh, Xion. Um, I, I will talk to the guy who called daddy. Hold on a second. I'm gonna do. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. That Yuki called him name. Before. Yes, she did. Okay, so we have one, two, three successes, and we'll have Shion block. So Shion has to beat three with a pool of seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. One, two, three, four. All right. So the guy reaches out, attempting to grab Xion by the neck. But the guy's kind of slow compared to Xion. Xion is lightning fast. Immediately, it's almost like he's not where he was. And you didn't see him dodge out of the way. He just simply isn't where he was. And the guy misses. And Xion swings around behind him and shoves him again. This time catches him off guard. The guy crashes into the wall. You see, du- you see dust and wood splinters like shat- kind of flying out everywhere. Yuki goes, this is fucking ridiculous. She runs up to Xion. And now you realize at this point, maybe she's not human. I mean, she looks human. She breathes, obviously. But she's, something's up with her. She's fast. So she runs up to Xion and shoves him. He doesn't defend he lets her. He kind of takes it. His whole body moves like a rag doll. He goes dead weight. He's just, let's go. 
and she looks at him in the eye and it's quiet for a second. The guy's on the floor looking up and she looks right in Shion's eyes and she says, no. And it's just quiet again, except for the rain sounds. And Shion looks at you, finally he looks at you and he almost like just, he doesn't say anything, but his eyes look sad and just with a look that kind of says, what can I do? I don't know, it's really, Shion, it's really hard to convince her right now. She's brain, she got brainwashing by that guy who called daddy. Um, and plus that white powder is drugs, definitely. So I, I don't know, it's not, it's not a good, good timing tonight. I don't know how many times you tried before, but I don't know. And he tries it's... every week, Yuki yells at you both. He so, can't take a fucking hint. I'm, I'm sorry, Yuki. Why you want to stay here? Because I love him. And she looks at Louis. And she goes him up to him. Is that guy who called daddy? She helps pick him up. He says, you know what? I don't need this. This is a waste of my time. If you're gonna, if be you being here means assholes like this are gonna be here, then maybe you can leave too. He says to you. She goes, "No, please," and kind of crumples in front of him, and he's sort of looks like he's gonna go. Xian's just kind of standing there, defeated. The other two girls are standing on the side. They're just not saying anything, looking at each other, looking back. So, Yuki, I think it's time to go. Like, time to come to our place. Yuki's kind of, her number one concern is not letting Lewis leave her. She's holding his leg like a child throwing a temper tantrum. And he's kind of dragging her a little bit. And there's a, it, this exchange is just weird. She answers in Japanese, Mata kuryo. I'll come, I'm coming again. I'll come again. And then he, with that, he walks down the stairs. I follow him. Okay, so he walks down the stairs and you follow him. You kind of pull through. You see now in the downstairs, the powder is on, on the mattresses, on top of magazines. The people are... The, the atmosphere of the room has kind of changed. The people are not just quiet. They're, they're sort of active, laughing. Some are quiet. It's just weird. But the powder is no longer in the bags. It's kind of everywhere. And Sean ignores all of this and stomps his way out of the house into the rain. And you're right with you following right behind. Sean, what? You need to explain to me what's going on in that house and who are they and who is she and who is that guy who called at him. I, I, can, ex I can imagine what kind of people, but what, what does belong to you? Xion says, nothing belongs to me. He sounds like you can tell his voice is, is changed. His throat is messed up. And he's has 
she's my girlfriend. I love her. I came here to save her. But his hold on her is too strong. So uh, what's going on between you guys? But she seems like... Like she doesn't want you to do. Because she just want to stay in there. And are you guys broken up? And what's going on? She, she knows you're a vampire? He's controlling her. So first of all, is she know does she know you are a vampire or not? Yes. And she knows. Is she a vampire? No. She's not. Oh, she's a human, huh? She's a ghoul. Ghoul? What yeah. What is this? As you guys are walking, he's just walking fast and you're walking, keeping up with him in this dark street. And through this neighborhood, there's dogs barking at you, but mostly the streets are empty. And he says, ghoul, she drinks his blood and he owns her. It's like he owns her. And he kicks a trash can, metal trash can, and dents and flies across the street. And lands, rolls across maybe about almost a block away, kick the heck out of it, but continues walking quickly in this direction. I don't understand. Is she, was she drinking blood? Even she's human? What, what, what do you mean? She drank his blood and he owns her. He stops for a second. He turns and looks at you. If a human drinks a vampire's blood, they become like a slave. It's disgusting. And then he turns and starts walking again. Is that happening? You didn't tell me anything, that. He said, it, you didn't ask. Oh my god, I have to ask everything? Like, I, I don't know, I just became vampire. You need to tell me about this. He stops. He looks at you. Why? Why do I need to tell you? Why is this my responsibility? I feel sorry for you. You're a vampire. You didn't ask to be a vampire. But it's not my job. Tell Armand or Malachi. I have my own problems. He points back at the house. Oh my He stomps gosh. away. Keeps turning. Keeps walking. You're getting the feeling he doesn't know where he's going. Oh, Sean. I'm, I'm sorry about her. So what, what, what should we do? You just want to take her? And and what? She's alive. And how how can we cure her? She already belonged to that guy. He looks at you. He says, "It's not permanent. If I can stop her from drinking his blood, then for a while, then maybe." And he goes quiet. So in that case, that guy is vampire. Is that correct? He nods his head. So he knows you were a vampire? He nods his head again. He's old. Older than me. That means he's stronger than me. So, but different group? Same group. Really? So Malachi knows it? So we should talk to the Malachi? He says, not, not that group. He's what from the same think? clan. 
What do you mean? You need to explain. This is, that would take too much time. But let me just tell you, Malachi doesn't know who he is. And he doesn't get involved in any of that. So He's Mark- just a low-life, piece-of-shit drug dealer who takes advantage of weak people. And you see a kind of a drop of blood come out of his eye. And kind of drop down his face. And he... Fuck. And he kind of cleans his face, but it's smeared pink because he can't get the blood off all the way. He's like, it's... He looks at his watch. He says, it's gonna fucking... Sun's coming up. We gotta call an Uber or something. My... He takes out his phone and he... Fuck. My phone's fucking dead. Do you have your phone? I don't have a phone. For fuck's sake. I always use your phone. Well, what should we do? It's, it's okay. Just... We'll go to a main street and we'll we'll catch a taxi, and he oh keeps Gosh, walking. Oh. So you guys walk for a while. Is there anything you want to do while you while you do it, or are you just following him in silence, or what? Anything? I, I, I'm sorry, Shion, but I. I don't know. The Marukai knows everything. This. He said, I told you, Malachi doesn't know about this. I think we should ask Malachi help. Malachi is not going to help. Malachi has got a war to fight. He doesn't have time for my personal problems. So how long do, do, you, do you have this problem? How long? Like, like are you doing that every week? Once in a week? It's not every week. It's just... She, he looks at you with sadness in his eyes. He looks very serious. He just says, that's no way to live. And he turns forward again and keeps walking. How, how does she involve this program? Why, why she knows that vampire? Vampire found her? He says, I don't know how they met. You, you she, don't know? Because you guys boyfriend and girlfriend. You guys dating, right? She was important to me. I don't know how she met him. She's always been to party or... Maybe she bumped into him at one of her clubs. I don't know. But... That's not important anyway. What's important now is... She's like a slave, and I need to get her out of there. And I, every time I try, I... and he kind of goes quiet. Oh my gosh! I wish I have some kind of skill, but I don't know what kind of skill I have right now. And I, I don't know what. But I, I, I wish I could help you. He's kind of quiet, and he nods his head, and he stops walking again, and he faces you, and he says, Thank you. I'm sorry what I said. I don't want to say it's not my responsibility. I don't want to say I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to say I feel sorry for you. I am sad that you're in this situation. But I do think you're a good person or vampire or whatever the fuck we are. But... 
I lost my temper and uh, I'm sorry. Plus, I'm fucking hungry. Oh my gosh. And at that point, you also realize... I didn't know You're hungry. And then you realize, oh, something smells so good. And you're not sure what the hell. And you realize his tears making you... Reminding you how hungry you are. Give me a rouse check. Okay. One hunger die by itself. Okay. Then what? Roll it. Just only one? Just only one. Yay! Okay. So even though you see his tears, Mm -hmm. even though that blood smells delicious, Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you more hungry. Maybe there's just too much going on. You're too distracted. You're too focused, too worried about Xion, too shocked by what you've seen. Mm -hmm. Your hunger, you still have control. Phew. Phew. So you two walk for a few minutes and you reach a main street and you kind of on the corner, Xion's trying to catch a cab. Meanwhile, it's getting later and later. And finally, one stops and you get in. Uh, and he tells them the address of the the base where you guys have always gone. Taxi driver nods. He says, no credit cards. You got cash? My reader's broken. Sean looks and goes through his pockets and says, ah, I have 10 bucks. Do you have any money? He says to you. Um, trying to searching. So what exactly purse. are you, what are you wearing and what do you have with you? Tonight, um, I was wearing the same clothes actually after work. Okay, so you're wearing your work clothes, and did you mm-hmm. bring your purse with you everywhere you went? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have your purse with you. Yeah. Is there money in your purse? Yes. Okay. As usual. All right. So you reach in your purse, you look mm-hmm. in, and you're relieved to see that the money you left, you put in there okay. before all of this mess. It almost seems like a whole other lifetime ago, is still there. And oh, probably more than enough to pay for the taxi. Mm-hmm. So she says, you got any money? Yeah, I have 10 bucks. Yeah, she nods. He says, take us as far as 20 bucks will take us then. Cabby nods. You guys drive, and it's late, really late. Your phone buzzes while you're in the back of this cab. You do, you, maybe you forgot, but your phone is actually in your purse, believe it or not. Shion, so somebody, somebody texted me. Someone who? I don't know. Should should I look at it? He shrugs. That, that is my husband. I choose who the text from, dear. Oh yeah. <laughs> you have to tell me if you want to check it or not. Okay. I make a story. <laughs> okay, I check. So anyway, as you were going through your purse to check for your cash, you saw that your phone is in there and it is glowing and does have texts on it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to look at it, you can. Mm-hmm. Your battery is at like 2%. And you yeah. do have, you have two texts. One is from your husband. One is from your mom. Mm-hmm. Your husband's just <laughs> like, says. Like, usual. <laughs> One of the, the one from your husband just says, I love you. And the one from your mom is just some, she just sent you some small talk about how her day went. Mm-hmm. She went to a dance class and she met with her friends and she ate some delicious uh, roll cake at some restaurant 
that you remember her mentioning before. Mm -hmm. And that's all. Okay. Do you want to reply or do you want to do anything or are you just sitting in the cab? I just look at it and it's too much for me again. I remember uh, how I was not being bonfire. Mm-hmm. So it makes me miserable a little bit. So I, I didn't reply anything. Okay. So the taxi falls silent, driving through the dark city streets, lit only by the streetlights. And you can just feel this atmosphere or this air that's just heavy with your sadness, with Xion's sadness. Nobody says a word. And after about 20 minutes or so, you stop. Attack Gabby says, we're here. Xion nods at him and looks at you and Xion gives him 10 bucks and he goes, it's 25. Xion looks at you. Oh, I just have a ten bucks. You, are, are you telling the truth? Technically, you have more. Oh, really? Yeah, like I said, you have more than enough to cover the ride. Oh, okay. So I try to. But Sheon thinks you only have ten because that's what you told him. Mm-hmm. He gave his ten already. Okay. And he looks at you for the the rest. Uh oh! I have another like quarter. So, Cabby says it's 25. So, oh, I can cover it. Everything. Okay, so you pay the difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, You give him the 15. Mm -hmm. After Xion gave him the 10, he goes, no tip? Cabby goes, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You know we live on these tips, right? Turns back, looks at you in the back seat. Xion already got out of the front seat. We just have this. Stiff me out of a tip at four thirty in the fucking morning. Well I could get the, get out then. Get out. It's fine. So you get out of the cab? Mm-hmm. Alright. You get out of the cab. Cabbie speeds off, burning a little bit of rubber, leaving a little dust in your guys' faces as he drives out. Speeds out. And you look and you're standing outside of the, the warehouse, the base where you always have been, but it's not doesn't look the way it always looks. It's dark. What's going on? It's really dark. Nobody, it's... I, I don't know the normal, but from two days ago, after, since I came over here, a little bit... Tonight is a little bit different. She only looks at his watch because it's not... It's not... It's not that late yet. And he looks and it's just pitch black. And you don't hear anything and you don't see anything. Who? Where, where are they? Shion kind of walks closer, walks toward it a little bit closer since the taxi driver left you uh, a few feet away, a few yards away. He walks closer and gets up and it's still dark, still silent. Shion, what the fuck is this now? Oh my gosh, should we should we get in there and and check on it? Sean says, "Wait." He takes out his phone. It's like, "Fuck, dead." Can I use your phone? 
Oh, of course, just only two percent batteries, though. This is it'll have to do. Holds out his hand. Yeah, use oh. mine. Okay, so you hand him your phone. Unlock it for him before you hand it to him. He dials. You see him put it through his ear, and he kind of takes a few steps, spins around, takes another few steps, looks at the warehouse. About a minute passes, and he he looks at the phone, gives it to you. It's no good. I can't get a hold of anyone. At that, and with that, the phone dies. Really? So we can't get in the house? Well, actually, so the warehouse is, is open. It's a big, huge building that's pro- two stories tall, but much taller than that. Uh, it has I'm sorry, it has two floors, but it's very tall, and there are windows in the top. Mm-hmm. But you can get in. It's open. It's just dark. Pitch black. There's no light. That's very weird. Where's Margai? Mary's Almond. What? What? Where are they? That's weird. What would you like to do? Shion just looks confused and nervous. I tried to search in the house, the warehouse. Remember, you have abilities. Times like these where you might want to think about using Because I don't, I don't know I have an ability right now or not. That's fair. Alright, well looking at the warehouse, it is pitch black. You want to walk closer to it? Yes. Okay, so you approach the warehouse and you can, your feet kind of crushing mm-hmm. the gravel below them. And it's kind of dead silent. Usually you remember when you come here, you're used to hearing the sounds of people kind of yelling or, you know, doing drills or practicing or talking or whatever, but you don't hear anything right now and it's unusual. So you approach the front of the warehouse. It is open. You can get inside. It's just dark, hard to see. At that point, you kind of naturally realize Mm -hmm. something changes inside of you. Hmm. You're suddenly the darkness is a little bit easier to see in. It goes from black to black and white. Mm-hmm. Goes from black and white to gray and black and white. Mm-hmm. So you realize something inside you gives you the ability to see better in the dark and hear. You can kind of hear the ringing of how quiet it is, and that's your heightened senses ability. So now you can, I'm giving you permission to use that whenever you want to use it. It's free. You can turn it on and off whenever you want. Okay? Okay. So now you're, you're using heightened senses. So that's how, how, how I get that kind of, like a scale, like it suddenly comes in? Well, to be honest, in games like this, you just have it. But nobody tell me, so I don't know. Right. So we're playing it from the moment you became a vampire. So I'm telling you now, similar to like Blush of Life, where Mm -hmm. Shion taught you how to pretend to be a human. Mm -hmm. Now you understand how to kind of control your eyes and your ears in a way that can give you extra sense. Okay. So now you can use that ability. Okay. 
okay. heightened senses. Like you can turn it on and you can turn it off whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But remember, when it's on, everything is really loud. Everything is really bright. Mm-hmm. So if somebody shines like a flashlight in your eyes, it's going to really mess you up. Mm-hmm. But right now, you can see there's special rules for uh, heightened senses. The vampire's senses sharpen to a pre-natural degree, giving them the ability to see in pitch darkness, hear loud frequencies, and smell the fear mm-hmm. of scared people. It's free. So what you do is you roll wits and resolve, I guess. User adds aspects okay. rating to all perception rolls. If explosive extreme sensations, wits... Oh, no, no, you don't use wits and resolve. I'm sorry. You only use wits and resolve if, if everything is too loud. So... You have to be able to, I want to remind you, you have to tell me when you don't want to use it anymore. When you want to turn it off, okay? Okay. Right now it's on. Mm-hmm. You tell me when you want to turn it off. So give me wits and awareness. Okay. Plus, uh, ability to see image darkness. We user adds aspects roll to all perception rolls. So give me wits and awareness mm-hmm. and aspects all together. I need one more dice. I need one more dice. Oh, you need one more. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five. Five successes. Five successes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you peer into the darkness, mm-hmm. and you can see it's cleaned up. There's nobody here, living or dead. It's empty. Power is off. You don't you realize you don't hear anything either. Usually in a place like this, you'll hear ventilation or you'll hear something, but nothing, which makes you feel like the power has been turned off. Sheon. He looks I at you. I think nobody in here and the power is off. Everything gone. But how is that possible? Nobody told me about a move. They wouldn't just up and leave. Is that a happen often? He says, no way. Something's not right. It's like a, if they decide suddenly and they, they moved suddenly? He shakes his head. No way. They needed us. They were preparing for war. They wouldn't just leave. It's like you said the. You said it's empty? The power's off? Everything, like, like, do, do you feel it? Or just only me, this kind of thing? Me having this kind of thing? Like, I, I can, I can, I can feel it and I can hear it. Like, nothing gone, nothing going on here. He says, being a kindred is, is different for everybody. Okay. And I'm sure your abilities will be determined by whatever clan Armand is with. I don't have that. It's dark. I have trouble seeing. Oh, in that case, I can see everything right now. Nobody in here. Nothing in here. And not, not power. No power in here. Like, everything going like, like, like empty house. You know what I mean? Um, I feel they moved to somewhere without us. Like, we, we, they, they dump us? 
Sean says, no way, no way, no way. He looks, he says, you said the power's off? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a, a breaker we can flip. Turn it back on? Oh, okay. So do you know the where is, where's... Shakes his head. I don't. Of oh, course okay. not. So I, I would try to find it. Because I can see everywhere right now. Yeah, you can see better than he can. So you can take a look around. And uh, you want to kind of circle the, the building? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you kind of walk slowly around the building using your heightened senses to see the details that maybe Xion can't see or maybe mm-hmm. humans can't see with your undead eyes to spot things in pitch blackness. Mm-hmm. Because this isn't, you're not in the middle of a city. You're in this near an airport almost, so it's completely dark. Mm-hmm. Give, me, uh, give me wits, awareness, and aspects again. Okay. One, two, three, four, five successes. Oh, you got critical. Critical too? Yeah, critical success. Okay. Mm. Which one's a critical? Wait, that's a messy critical. Okay. You succeeded, but you got a messy critical. Messy critical means the beast inside of you takes control a little bit. Okay. So you kind of march around, getting more and more angry, more and more hungry. You're kind of not getting hungry, but you're aware of your hunger and you're frustrated. You don't understand why this is happening to you. You didn't want to be a vampire. You don't know any of these people. You don't care about these people. So you march around, you get angry, punch the wall, punch a hole in the side of the building, rip, rip something off that looked like it was a... A breaker, but it turns out it wasn't. It was just an air conditioning unit. You tore it clean off the wall and threw it on the ground. You continue marching around the building, ripping things off, throwing things. And Shion's like, well, calm down. But you can't hear him. But eventually, you find it. You damage it. You tear the whole door off it, throw it, <laughs> a, throw it a few yards over that way. But you, you see it. And there's, there are switches, and this could be it. And you smash. <laughs> But you do flick some of those switches, and suddenly the lights come on. Oh. And you're, having accomplished your goal, you kind of maybe calm down and feel a little bit more like yourself. Mm-hmm. He said, what happened? What, what happened? And actually, actually, Xion shakes and he goes, you know what? It's okay. It happens to all of us sometimes. Come on, let's go take a look. And he starts walking toward the warehouse. Okay, I follow him. Okay, we'll stop there. Okay. Alright. That concludes this session of Life as a Vampire. Check back soon for more episodes.